wonderful Viking trash, and you guys know her because we have her everywhere. And if you don't know her, I'm sure Little Bat can put the the shout out in the chat now that she can hear me. <laughs> and you guys, chat already. <laughs> you never know. I hope so. Just to be safe. Oh. But we're just here to talk about mental health, how it affects Viking, and you know, a few other things. Just have a, a nice chill chat, um, despite losers on the roof. Yes. <laughs> I can't hear anything, so, so far so good. Yes, that's good. That's what I was, like, worried about. I was like, I don't want Discord to pick it up. Yeah, yeah I get that. Makes sense. Because I'm like, I don't, I don't want it to be enough. <laughs> others. But yeah, makes sense. So there is a trigger warning if you are sensitive to any kind of topics of health and uh, of um, depression. That's the word I was actually looking for. Yes. <laughs> Anxiety, anything like that. Um, there is your trigger warning there in chat and your audio warning. Uh, first, Viking, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, of course. Um, I um, usually go by Viking on social media because, not because my real name is secret, my real name is Emilia, but people can't pronounce it, so I usually can't be bothered telling people. Um, <laughs> so it's not a secret, but it's Emilia uh, originally. I am from Norway. I am, I'll be 23 soon. And I've been streaming on Twitch for a little bit over four years. Uh, yeah, struggling on the platform for four years. And then I made it to the official ESO stream team in October, which is like my biggest milestone yet, I guess. And on top of that, gets to do some work with Bethesda Nordic uh, and like Cinemax in general, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I live together with my boyfriend, and we have a cat, so I live with him in this apartment. Speaking, See you in a of, speaking of Bethesda Nordic, you were sponsored yesterday. How was Indeed. that stream? How was it for you? Uh, it was great. Yesterday was, uh, was really, really good. Um... I usually I usually tell people uh, when I have the sponsored streams how important it is that people show up and people were like yeah bet we'll be there <laughs> so it was really good it was a really good stream I'm very happy with it satisfied um, and the community manager was also extremely happy with it so that is good it went very well and what made you decide to start streaming. Uh, I actually, I kind of don't really remember how it all started, because the thing is, I originally um, was playing Overwatch, uh, and was playing Overwatch a lot, and, like, got more into the whole, like, internet gaming culture, I guess, and then I've always watched people on YouTube, um, but I guess I, f I guess at some point I figured that, like, YouTube is too much work, and that live streaming just seemed a lot simpler. But where I originally got the idea, I'm a little unsure. I actually can't remember. 
uh, I also had someone in my, um, like, I don't know her, but from where I'm originally from, there's this other girl who started streaming and she's like a huge streamer, like super big, uh, little streamer. Um, so I already knew about Twitch because she was doing it a little bit. So, yeah. What is something that people seem to misunderstand about you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of things, I think. Like, primary, like I, I think, first of all, I feel like a lot of people think they can treat me a certain way. And then they get extremely surprised when it turns out that they cannot treat me that way. Um, because I am very blunt and honest. Um, and then I think people also tend to assume that I'm a bitch because I'm blunt and honest, but, and I might be, but I have good intentions usually. Like I'm not, I don't, I don't view myself as like cruel. Um, so I think a lot of people can like view me as like a mean bitch. And then originally I just have like, I have good intentions. I mean, well, um, I know that sometimes I can say things that kind of can come across, uh, a bit like harsh um yeah but i try my best to improve on that and the thing is also you're saying that you're honest i can also like attest to not even just me and your mom but from conversations and stuff that we've had and the help and stuff that you have behind the scenes you know even Mm -hmm. been supportive and stuff you're definitely you know just honest and it actually helps you know other people get out of their heads sometimes sometimes you know when they are up for facing themselves and realizing hey this is just kind of my own head and i'm not right all the time that is (laughs) that is the feedback i've gotten from other friends as well it's kind of like it's a tough love uh, Mm -hmm. kind of attitude that kind of like that instead of um, bubble wrapping everything and just, um, I, I try not like invalidate people's experience. So if they are struggling or having a tough time, instead of doing the, it's going to be fine, like everything's going to work out, you know, because um, I hate that, you know, because things doesn't always, they don't always work out. Things are not always going to be okay. Um, so I try not to like do that whole because it's it feels extremely invalidating when people do that thing like you're really struggling with something and then people just kind of be like it'll be fine like don't worry about it you're overreacting like you know um, so I try to give like a more productive um, constructive feedback usually if friends come to me with an issue um, my first response is usually what can I help them see what they can do? You know, how do we act? How do we not just react, but we act? Um, and then and that's what I try to do in my own life too. And instead of just being on like standby and just observe and react to everything that's happening uh, around us, I think it's much better to like be a bit more proactive and, and do things. Um so that's what I try to do when I help friends too, if they're they're struggling. Is basically, um, you know, what do we do now? What is the plan, basically? So, yeah. 
I was trying to unmute myself, but then as soon as I went to, it was a really loud boom. Now they're apparently right above me. <laughs> Love that. Love that. That's great. Love it 100%. Uh, how today would you say you are feeling in regards of your health, um, um, kind of like where you feel you are today, right now, with your, uh, your thoughts, your brain? Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. So, like, I think right now I'm in this space where I'm kind of just like, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. And then if something now, like, something falls apart, something goes wrong, I definitely feel like it wouldn't take much to just kind of make everything just fall apart uh, a little bit, uh, which is scary. I hate when I have it like this because right now I, I feel good. Uh, I think I'm doing well. And I have kind of, like, this little, like, unstoppable Thing. obviously also because of the stream and because of work is going pretty well um but then i feel like right now i'm just kind of um it's weird it feels very vulnerable it feels like it can shatter any any moment mm-hmm. so i feel good but i'm also like super very because i feel like it's only going to take like a little thing to kind of like crack it um and then you know uh, the mental health uh, system in norway uh, denied me treatment, uh, mental health treatment for the second time. I applied twice uh, during a period of six months-ish, and I was denied twice. Uh, so I'm kind of just like weighing if I want to take up the fight and try to get treatment anyways. Right. Or if I'm just going to be like, fuck it, you know, <laughs> who cares? But uh, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. So in Norway, as I am from America, so I don't really know all too much about other countries. Um, yeah. Which is on my part. <laughs> but in Norway, do you guys have um, like different support systems outside of the regular, you know, therapists, kind of like groups or anything kind of like that? They do. I know locally, I think they have something they call like the anxiety circle um, for um, for anxiety. Uh, anxiety is not my main problem, though, but but I know they have that because I've been nagged about it a million times to join it. Um, but my problem is that my anxiety, because I have social anxiety, I have diagnosed um from a few years back i got diagnosed general and social anxiety and then also depression um but my social anxiety is much much better obviously um but where i struggle is in group dynamics so classrooms uh meetings uh group calls um anything like parties family birthdays any kind of like gathering with a group of people if it's a big group I'll do fine. And if it's like a really small group, I'll do fine. But the moment you come to like 10 to 15, 20 people, I'll struggle. Uh, I'll struggle a lot. Um, so so they have that. They have like the whole anxiety thing. And then they have some other free offers that you can like talk to some like nurses and stuff like that. But it's mm-hmm. all temporary, which is where my issue comes in because I need... Um, my I feel like my mental health is not a sprint. Like I can't just uh go to therapy for three months 
and then call it a day and be like we're done right. i would like to have like a, a marathon basically i would i would like to continue treatment for a longer period of time preferably over multiple years um, and have someone who i can consistently go back to for support and that is what norway lacks so norway has lots of like short-term offers that i've already had like already participated in i also did do like courses um there were four courses last year during february ish ish yeah something like that where there was like four topics and then there was like a classroom full of people and i did go to those um and they were um i guess like it was good information but it's not a cure it doesn't help me but it was good information like i'm, I'm glad i went but like that's the offers Norway has uh, right now. So they don't have, because um, for us, we have your like, private therapists. We have therapists that are um, for the, the state or for the country, basically. Um, do we have those kind of options or are you stuck with kind of, you can only get it if you go through this program? that kind of long-term therapist so so there are those options so what i applied for and what i got denied is um what we call communal i guess or like you know it's a state um so the county it's their therapist it's their system so it Mm -hmm. all is like that whole that whole system um and because norway is a welfare country um and very little limited we don't have a lot of like private stuff most of it is all public um on both that means that there are good sides to that and there are bad sides to that the bad sides are that it is always full uh they're overworked and it's over there's just too much people who need help right now especially during uh, you know, the time that we are in right now. Yeah. And then the private ones, you can also get that covered because we don't do, we, Nor- Norwegians don't do insurance and stuff like that. Like, it, everything's free. So we don't do insurance like that in the same way that we would do in America. Um, so I can get a private one covered from the state. Um, the th- problem is that the waiting time is over six months. And because everyone wants help right now, because people are struggling during the pandemic, um, I don't like it's probably going to be more than six months, basically. So that's my only option right now, because I've been mm-hmm. denied the, the state psychologist because they don't see anything wrong with me. Um, because I go what, what I was um, told in my letter that I got was that I go to work, I have hobbies and I function. Therefore, I am okay, is what I got. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, that's what they told me in the letter. Like, you have a normal kind of, like, day-to-day life. Like, you function, so therefore you are okay, and we don't see why you need help. Uh, so, I, I, I guess my only option right now is to try to apply for those private ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't afford to pay. So I'll have to try to apply through this, like the state and everything, the government and blah, 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 and have them pay for it. It's just right. like the waiting time is a lot. So that's our, my, that's my options right now. 
I'm thinking of the pandemic and everything going on. How do you feel that that has really affected you even from just a few months in to now? How everything is sort of kind of getting back to normal, but still very, very, you know, different than what everybody else is doing. Uh, it's hard because in the beginning of the pandemic, I actually, which is messed up, uh, but I enjoyed it. Like everything stopped for a bit. Like it felt like the world was kind of on pause. So I actually kind of enjoyed the the March lockdown that everyone had all over the world, where everyone was playing Animal Crossing and drinking, um, you know, those TikTok iced coffees and stuff. You know, like yeah. that period of time, um, and people were just wearing sweats and 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 being inside, um, and watching Tiger King or whatever. Like that whole era for that short those few months. So I enjoyed that period of time. Um, the thing is, a lot of plants that I had went down the drain. Um, had a lot of like things that I was gonna do. Um, twenty twenty was like a year where I had actually planned to do things. So I, feel I that. had, I was going to TwitchCon Europe. I was going to Amsterdam, meeting some friends, uh, traveling by myself uh, to Amsterdam. Flight tickets were booked. Airbnb was booked. Tickets to TwitchCon was booked. Everything was ready. Uh, I had, I have one thing on my bucket list basically, and that is to see uh, Rammstein concert which is like a metal band they were coming to norway so we we're gonna go see that them during the summer uh, i didn't get to see my family obviously that is in northern norway um stuff like that but other La i didn't do anything last year because i didn't have a job uh, and then i was originally going to go to school and then i didn't get in so i was kind of just streaming and having like an okay time honestly which is horrible so like i was doing pretty fine actually <laughs> i've been i i don't know i've just been chilling like last year i was just chilling i felt like i got rests i finally got some rest <laughs> i feel that um i know a lot of people are like struggling during the pandemic and like their mental health has really taken a hit because they can't see people or like things are not normal anymore meanwhile i just felt like someone hit a huge pause on everything and all the pressure of all the things that I had to do, you know, uh, I don't, I didn't feel the whole like, oh, I have to go out, I have to do this and that, I have to, because everything was on pause, so it, it was okay, it was okay to be inside, it was okay to just play video games, because everyone else was doing it, so it was great, I honestly was thriving <laughs> mentally. <laughs> I get that. For me, like, it was kind of the same. Like, I, I've i always been more of an introvert. If I could do anything at home, I would. Like, I just like being in my room. It's uh, it's always been kind of like a safe haven for me. Because I can kind of just drown out the world kind of thing. And when the pandemic started and it was like, all right, nobody can go outside. I was like, really? Now everybody has to kind of stay inside. And, you know, there was all of the, nobody really knew too much. And it was like, oh, you know, it's not serious. But then, you know, it started to become serious and more serious yeah. and more serious. And then you're like, okay. <laughs> but. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's like, 
I, for me, not too much has changed. Um, but I do know people who are more of the, I gotta be outside, I gotta do something, I gotta, like, always gotta be moving kind of thing. And, you know, for them, I know it was taking quite a toll on them just not being able to go through that stuff. And then for me, here I am doing the same thing. You know, I always do, just chilling and playing games and stuff. I'm just like, it's kind of just like a, a break, you know, kind of thing. And then it just... It is. Yeah, more serious <laughs> as we went along. Yeah, but like I see people, I see Salem like saying that obviously you're worried, um, worried about people getting sick and stuff. So, yeah. Like, when I say that, it was nice. Um, for me, uh, obviously, you also have to take into consideration that Norway did not struggle with COVID until very recently. So, we weren't really feeling the pressure like you did in the states yeah um or italy did or the you know france um and other countries norway was doing very well so we are we've been very privileged very lucky so that's why i wasn't struggling with you know imagine if my grandma gets sick and dies you know um, as much because there was so little here mm-hmm. um with people had it in my city we were talking like one or two um, it kind of got out of hand recently, so we had like a big lockdown now during Easter, and that's when I. But but the thing is also like that has mostly to do with my personality with things like this is where I personally, and that's only for myself, I have a bit of like an attitude where I'm kind of like you know fuck it, <laughs> like if I get it and I you know God forbid you know I get it and get really sick like whatever (laughs) whatever you know like it's uh probably like you're so used if you're very used to being in a dark place then like shit like this happening and dealing with with stress and and crisis in Mm -hmm. general like me dealing with crisis i'm just a bit like whatever happens happens kind of thing and obviously most people don't have that kind of reaction to stuff like that mm-hmm. um but i'm a, i'm a bit like in crisis and when when shitty things happen often i'm a bit like oh well <laughs> you know it is what it is I feel that. so with your experiences speaking of like dark places what kind of experiences do you feel that you've gone through even like in the early years or more recently that have really kind of cemented for you that you know it is something that you need to start taking serious like your mental health is you need to start you know looking for the therapist and seeking that kind of help or is it more of like a gradual kind of thing little things building up I'm laughing because Diva's walking in the background she looks so silly <laughs> um I no, I've always I've always thought like since I since I started feeling that my mental health wasn't on top, I've always had this feeling like maybe I should do something about this. So I've actually been fighting the system since I was at least uh sixteen. Kind of trying to get help since I was sixteen. Oh wow. And it's been like a constant battle. So I'll be 23. So that's like six years of kind of fighting the system, trying to get help. 
Um, and then it goes into phases where I'm like, I really need help. Like, I desperately need help. And I will just take any help that I can get. So, mm-hmm. so you know, if it's a short, short-term kind of offer or if it's a long-term, doesn't matter. I'll take it. To kind of being like, I don't... Sorry. I don't need help. Okay. <laughs> um, to going into, like, I need long-term help. So it's just these phases. Obviously, the more ill I am, the more desperate I get for for some relief, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I quit my antidepressants, because I was on antidepressants for a few years, uh, and wasn't going to therapy during taking those antidepressants. Um, so when I when I stopped taking those, I kind of figured, okay, I can't just lean on these medication anymore and use them as a crutch. Because they weren't doing anything for me anymore. Um, I felt like I was ready to not take them. Uh, it was just something I, I felt within myself, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of realized that maybe I should try solving a lot of these things, you know, like, forever. Like, trying to put the lid on a lot of things. Right. Um instead of just pretending that things don't exist and then let it build up over time, you know, as you do. Um, And then, you know, I had the whole harassment case in 2018 where I had this partnered streamer target me. And that was like, I was already doing really, really bad uh, mentally. So that was like being kicked while I was down. And I was, at the time, I was also thinking like, I'm going to need some serious help because... I'm already vulnerable, and then these kind of things happen, kicking me while I'm down, mm-hmm. and I have no support anywhere. I have nothing to grab a hold onto, right. you know? Um, and, like, as a content creator, there's always going to be things like this, like little crises always, you know, not maybe not as severe as the, the incident that happened to me, right. but there was always be these kind of things. Um, or, like, things in your real life, you know? Uh, stuff like that too so so it was just a matter of trying to be like okay I need to be a bit proactive and stop doing quick fixes because they don't last pretty much so with you know um what you were saying you felt like you had to keep reaching out you didn't really have um like a source basically do they have hotlines in Norway, kind of like how we here have the, the suicide hotline, do you guys have something like that kind of that you could do? We do, and I know people use it, and I know that, because it's volunteer work, right, like like it is probably everywhere most places, mm-hmm. a lot of volunteer work. Um, I have never called one, personally, because I, as I said, I have gone through so many like short-term um, like treatment thingies that I straight up cannot be bothered telling my story for the millionth time to a new healthcare person who wants to listen type of thing. Like I've told my story so many times to so many people mm-hmm. that I've never personally called someone because I know that like calling them and being like, I'm in distress and they're like, why? And I'm like, well, this is a story all about how, you know? <laughs> Where do you start? So yeah. I, I haven't tried them, but I know they exist. There's a few. There's, like, you know, for suicide and 
I for different kind of like you know if you're uh, have eating disorders or uh, those kind of things. So there's plenty of resources like that. I think some of them are also specifically for younger people, like teenagers. Um, and I think they're free. I'm not sure. I think most of them are free. So yeah. if you, with the your experience, you know, firsthand trying to do all of this stuff, if you could change anything when it came to um, healthcare, when it comes to mental health, or you know, the system of that as a whole, what do you think you would do to kind of change that? Like, what would you feel would be a lot of help? to someone else who is kind of in your position that is trying to get help, especially over six years of, you know, reaching out that would need it. What do you think they could do to maybe help that, help those people? I think for Norway, um, because I have seen so many um, people in the system, like doctors, like primary physicians and psychologists and therapists and nurses and god knows what um i just would love to have like an attitude check for them kind of like a slap on the wrist situation for for healthcare workers in norway mm-hmm. um, basically being like hey consider like you know, take a reality check. How are you treating the people who are stepping into your office? Because I've had so many times now where I go into um, an office of, of a doctor or someone and they just treat me like shit. And, and not just me. Like, it's not just... And the worst part is, if it was just me, then then fine. But, like, knowing that the person who was before me and the person who's coming after me is going to get the same attitude uh, worries me. Uh, Like the thought of psychologists who in Norway, I think you have to go to school for like, I think you have to study psychology for like seven years or something, something insane, seven, nine years. It's like, you know, you go to school forever to, to become a psychologist you're an adult, like a full-on grown-ass adult, by the time you've graduated and starts actually practicing uh, psychology. Um, yeah. So, but so it's concerning that all these people are potentially doing more damage than they're doing good. Um, you know, say you're treating someone who is very trigger warning but very suicidal. And you meet them with that kind of attitude that I've been met with. How do they know that that person is just not completely discouraged and goes and do something drastic because they don't get help and they're they met been met by some asshole with some degree, you know? That is frustrating to me. That whole attitude of like, you don't know what you're talking about. Um, I'm a psychologist. You don't know anything. Everything. Uh, it's just it's it's baffling honestly like i i i just can't believe that uh it's going unchecked how they are acting and like treating people emotionally you know you know i understand that psychologists and stuff are not supposed to be um overly sweet and like you know 
they're supposed to be kind of like neutral, um, almost a bit cold. Right. But I've been, I've been like disrespected, you know, like from from adults. Like I'm an adult being disrespected by another adult, um, basically being told that I'm a fucking idiot. So like that upsets me. And it's so simple. It's such an easy thing to do. Like, if you're having a really bad day as a psychologist, like, maybe cancel those sessions that day, honestly. I agree, <laughs> you yes. you seriously do some harm. Because I, I also understand that I wish, you know, that we had that even here. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, in my own, you know, trying to get help for my physical health, you know, first <laughs> was, mm-hmm. you know, I was told by the the PA of my primary at the time that, oh, you can't be disabled, you're 26. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, that's not how the world works, and if you are going to medical school for this, you should know. There are people who are born disabled, you know, it's like, yeah. I can be one years old and be disabled. I could be 142, you know, <laughs> and be disabled. Age really doesn't have too much with it. And I feel that if you're going into something with medical care, with mental health care, you should probably, you know, they should have something for that where if you cannot even treat your patients other human beings, sometimes the same age, you know, with mm. respect, <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe this is not the career path for you, kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I've been trying to say, like, in my streams, too. Uh, and as Silver, Silver says in chat, it's the grades that matter. You know, if you're smart enough to become a psychologist, and it's a profession that pays well, the right people are not going to become psychologists because they don't know how to treat other human beings with... It's all about respect, you know, that mutual respect. Even mm-hmm. even if that person who's sitting across from you is severely, you know, very, very ill, uh, you know, people who are extremely ill um, with whatever it might be, you know, like, I, I know probably a lot of the people who sit in those chairs don't only struggle with anxiety and depression, but more serious cases of schizophrenia and, like, borderline and, and bipolar and, and stuff like that. Um, you, you can't just be, like, a condescending asshole. You just can't. Yeah. In the worst-case scenario, you might be the, the, the last kind of, like, drop that makes them do do things they can't take back it's it's dangerous is what it is it is Um, with you know we were talking with marriott uh who's a manager over at as uh, afsp yesterday and you know she was saying that it's a drop that it's it's something that builds up over time you know it's one thing after another after another stressors just piling Mm -hmm. on and, you know, it puts you at risk for, you know, suicidal thoughts, for, you know, making those kind of actions, hurting yourself, any yeah. of those kind of things. Because it's just boom, 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 thing after thing after thing after thing. And, you know, I can personally attest to that because 
not only recently have I gone through that, and you know, I've talked to you behind the scenes about, you know, everything in the detail of what was going on. Um, yeah. And, you know, I've had it in the past when I was actually actively going through some of this stuff with people I'm no longer friends with. And mm. it's just like sometimes people don't realize that you may be an asshole to someone for that one second and think nothing of it, but that could be the fifth or the sixth time someone has been an asshole to them within a week. And yeah. then that could be it. And like, yeah, that could be it. Like, that could be the final. Like, some people are so vulnerable that, like, just, just like, it, it, it's just, people keep talking about, like, the whole, um, you know, you see these stories online all the time about, uh, I was gonna end my life and then someone smiled to me at the grocery store and it made me rethink my decision, you know, we always hear about those sunshine stories. You never hear about the people the opposite way where like if you know this this incident made that person crack like break completely mm-hmm. um and like yeah that's nice smiling at people at the store and stuff um but like the whole not being a fucking asshole yeah to people you like i i yeah it's it really shouldn't be that hard. It really should not be that hard to just treat people with with some kind of respect. I can understand, you know, like being annoyed at people and like some people some people will snap and like yell at you or be an asshole to you for a second. But that can be corrected by an apology, a sincere apology and stuff like that. But people mm-hmm. just don't care. Like not only mental health professionals and like people in the healthcare system and stuff just people in general just don't care um and it's it's so sad it is so sad and i like i I wish people would kind of think more through all of that before they do certain actions because it's it's one thing also that mental health for so long has been such a taboo topic you know it's like don't talk about that Mm -hmm. like you know, if you're a streamer, especially in, you know, our field, being a streamer, being someone on social media, yeah. if you come forward and are like, this is happening and it's making me feel this way, or if you're like, hey, today's not such a great day for me mentally, you know, it's just yeah. like, oh, well, you know, it's like frowned upon, even sometimes unintentionally frowned upon, and it's like, no, we're all human beings, we all have these um, you know, feelings and, and stuff like that. And just because you work XYG job, just because you're in whatever kind of field, that should not have any effect on what we can say that we're feeling, that we can't, yeah. you know, be like, hey, this is what's going on with me, you know, if especially if you're having a really bad day. And you feel like you gotta yeah. force yourself to like Yeah, exactly. Smile and stream and it's like you should be able to be honest. Hey. Yeah, I, I was straight up told like why are you not talking about the game when I was streaming ESO? Um and I I don't know, like I, I was just like 
the thing is, I don't know. I don't. I think I was talking about mental health. I think that was what we were talking about. I don't. Not that it necessarily matters, but you know, you talk about mental health and stuff, and like real life stuff as a streamer. You you're human. Yeah. For like a split second, you're like human. You're like <laughs> human being. Um, and like suddenly you just, I guess like you're just. I, I don't know, like, I don't know what it is with people who are like, we're not talking about the game, because I was like, do I have to explain to you how Twitch works? Because I don't watch a single streamer who only talks about the game all the time. Um, I watch very game-based streamers, and even they will talk about other games while they're playing this game. Mm-hmm. Or they'll talk about movies, or food. Like, I was just like, how, I'm just a person, you know? Yeah. And unfortunately, lately, because I have had a bit of a, uh, you know, and as good as it is, but I had a little bit more viewer number, better viewer numbers than I'm used to, I kind of feel like it's already starting the whole, she's a content creator she's not a human being thing and it's terrifying like Mm -hmm. yesterday there was an incident where someone had had, are subscribed to my channel and were upset because they didn't get more winner chances when they were subbed what and i was just so dumbfounded i was just like i'm a person like i what you know like here i think people are subscribing to my channel because it's out of the kindness of their hearts Mm -hmm. because they want to right because they want to support me and this person was just like we're not us subs and like speaking for everyone too (laughs) we're not being appreciated um because they were given more winner chances in my giveaways because everyone has an equal chance of winning and then when I started saying like how I appreciate everyone's subs or non-subs, I guess they took it as like, I don't know, like I guess that's like a matter of opinion, but should I like appreciate people who paid more than the people who don't pay? So I just kind of talked about how messed up I thought that was. And basically, and people in chat were like, Viking is a human being. Yeah. Like a person like you're this is fucked up man um and also like for some countries because i talked to to my friend gail about this uh i don't know if it's even legal to have extra winner chances for subscribers because it is viewed as gambling right i don't know how that works so i'm not even gonna like it's i'm not gonna do it anyways but also like if i yeah, don't tempt the horse. But yeah, so it's just like the whole being treated as first of all, I feel like you're being put on a pedestal mm-hmm. first when you gain a little a little bit of traction. And I'm not talking like I'm not Twitch famous, I'm not Twitch partner, nothing. And on a regular day, I only have 20, 30 viewers usually, which is not not only, but I'm not some big shot. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not one of the big streamers. And that I'm already being put on this pedestal, that I'm just supposed to take everything. Like, people can just come in and use me as a punching bag or just demand things like that and not yeah. think, oh, she's a human being with human struggles. 
this is going to affect her day severely once she ends the stream. Uh, or, like, affect the rest of the stream, for that sake. Yeah, and I think, especially in cases like that, if people don't realize, like, you're not entitled just because you pay. Like, you pay, and, you know, that is amazing and great. And I think Discord is also fitting me out every now and then. But, um... No, you're good. <laughs> okay. Like the line is like disappearing sometimes. Um but like just because you pay does not mean you are entitled to anything. You're not entitled to the streamer's time. You are not entitled to extra winnings. You're not entitled to play with the streamer. Like it does not you are not entitled to a human being. Yeah. We don't owe you anything. Yes. Like, I I appreciate the kindness, but like that's not how kindness works. Like exactly, I don't give give presents to people for like say for Christmas. You give someone a Christmas present, and then you expect to get something back. Like that's not then you're not doing it right. Uh, exactly, and it's like sometimes people wonder like how the really entitled streamers like get to where they like feel they are entitled to these things because it's kind of like a, a mutual thing. It's like, all right, I just gave you a thousand dollar donation. Now, mm -hmm. you know, I'm entitled to you acknowledging my existence. And, you know, those streamers are like, all right, bet. But now I am entitled to you giving me more money. You know, it's like, yeah. or like this other person giving me money if they want my attention. And it's like, it's kind of like this, not like a parents game, but you know, it's like um, it's all connected in a really unhealthy web. <laughs> it is. I'm very um, we're probably sidetracking a bit a little bit, but I am very aware when people um are very generous in my stream or like gift me games or donate money. I'm always a little bit cautious. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, I appreciate it a lot. But I'm always kind of cautious about, like, what do you want? <laughs> you <know? laughs> because you're not used to people just doing things because they're kind. Like, I'm in my day-to-day -day life. I am not used to people just doing things because they want to. Same. You know? I feel like a lot of people in, in, in the whole world, people are just... A lot of people do things because they want something back. Mm-hmm. Um, when people sub and donate and stuff, I kind of, I have, like, two reactions. If it's very, very generous, I'm a little bit, like, okay, you know, like, all right, this is kind of scary. But also, I feel like this person is, like, kind of dedicated to my community. Not not just me, mm -hmm. but, like, the community. So it's like, it's a mix of like, okay, this person is very dedicated and they want to stick around and they're very happy with, with what we do here, mm -hmm. but also a little bit of like, but what do, I, what do they want? <laughs> yeah, I, I um, definitely get yeah. that. Because, um, you know, with the situation that I had before, where like they would give to that streamer who I'm no longer friends with, they would give them things, and then they would try to give me and the other mods like gifts because they wanted our friendship like that was yeah. and they stated as much before they retracted it because it's like well you know what you really want but it's like mm -hmm. that is something that never ever sat right with me 
before, you know, they came out and said, you know, I give gifts because, you know, I wanted friendship and stuff. And it's like, mm-hmm. I give to my friends because I want to give to my friends. I don't give things to people to make them my friends. <laughs> like, that's not yeah. how it works. It's not how it should work, you know? Mm-hmm. And it really muddies things up for those people because it's like well now this other person down the line has given me something do they just want me to be their friend is that why they're being nice to me is that why they're giving me things so it's so for crazy yeah for me also now because i have a lot of like the whole twitch has a lot of weird dynamics um and if you've been on the platform for a while you know that twitch has a lot of weird dynamics um, I thought about this earlier today also, like how I right now are, or like before too, have been hanging out in all these bigger streamer streams and kind of be that hopeful smaller streamer going. And now I feel like I'm slowly. Thank you, Gail. Hi, Gail, by the way. <laughs> I just got the alert um, in my ears. Slowly becoming the streamer where people are hanging out in my stream with their hopeful dreams which i think is it's that's a good thing you Mm -hmm. know like i'm not saying that as a so i have a lot of like um new streamers not only eso streamers just streamers in general especially because of gail and stuff there'll be a lot of what else happens god will always be grateful for everything you've done hey silver Silver. (laughs) thank you Um, so much for the donation that is awesome um but but like that whole dynamic of now i am now i am that streamer where people are hanging out in my stream and they want are hoping for raids or hoping for hosts and support and stuff um and i'm very aware of that so when i raid people and gift subs or donate um or like Uh, give people that mutual support like I'm a little careful because I also know that um there's this weird dynamic you know Mm -hmm. uh of like the whole it's the same with gifts but I'm just trying to be a bit careful with how like that I don't become that kind of streamer who who buys relationships with with raids or yeah or stuff like that you know i'm just if i i i I thoroughly think through a lot of the things i do on the platform nowadays uh, and who i raid and who i host often and like where i show my support and i also do feel like on the platform if you give your pinky some people will take your whole hand yes (laughs) um i have experienced that before and it can be a little scary sometimes when you give them a little bit of you and then they take everything. They try to take everything. Um, so so yeah, there's definitely this weird, weird dynamic on Twitch and like with friendships and and stuff and and power dynamics as well. Um, how a person a person with three viewers are gonna view you as a streamer if you have thirty viewers are gonna view you as a big streamer, which is makes no sense to me because I, like for me I'm not a big streamer. But the, a lot of them do view you as a bigger streamer. 
right just perspective if you're down here you see this yeah. person but you don't see the other person yeah because i'm at the point where i sit on 20 30 viewers you know <clears throat> maybe 40 and then if i manage to climb to 60 i've had a really good day meanwhile other streamers who just started climbing to 10 have a really good day it's the perspective you know it's yeah. weird. And then you lose a little bit of that perspective. The more you grow, it's harder to remember back to where you used to be. So I'm trying to stay humble, too. <laughs> like, trying to be stay very humble. Um, but, yeah. And, and like, obviously, like, this is a little bit of a sidetrack, but it does tie uh, the stream, like, as a streamer and the mental health, it all ties together um, with, you know, relationships and everything. It's kind of just, like, this one loop bundle yeah. I guess a whole web a whole web it's very tightly like I also saw someone tweet a friend a friend of mine or me and Gail know him um twisty shape I think he tweeted the other day that you like he needs to stop tying his self-worth to the stream right and we all do it I do it I'm sure plenty of people who are watching do it you know tying their self-worth to the stream Mm-hmm. So if they had a shitty stream, they were a horrible person suddenly. If they had a good stream, they're great. Like, we all do it. Yeah. Um, which is really, really unhealthy. Extremely unhealthy. As I'm trying not to do that. I'm trying to separate it. Yeah, I think when it comes to streaming, there's a lot of um, unhealthy habits that either you start out with or you pick up. And, you know, it's crazy because... During the pandemic, you know, a lot of people started streaming. Like, they picked it up yeah. because it was, like, a good way to, you know, one, spend your time, two, some people wanted to do it because they thought it was easy money. It's not. Um, mm-hmm. Three, you know, yep. <laughs> you know, it's it's like a, a good social thing. So it's like a lot of people picked it up and, you know, it hurt them mentally because especially the ones who thought it was big money because, you know, they started, they got all of the stuff and, you know, now they're sitting with all of this expensive equipment with nowhere to go. And I'm laughing because I have a friend that did that. Oh, <laughs> like no. In real life, like in my city, who, who kind of did that. And he was like, he messaged me. He was like, hey, like, you know, kind of basically wanted me to coach him almost with, with streaming. And I gave him a few tips and tricks, but I have done this before. I've had friends before being like, I'm going to start streaming. And then I help them set everything up and I help them get equipment and stuff like tips and tricks and coaching them, you know, Mm -hmm. spending a lot of time. And I straight up told him, like, if I'm going to coach you, it's going to cost you. Like, you're going to have to pay me if I'm going to coach you into streaming because people are charging a lot of money to doing what I currently am doing for you for free. Yes. this is knowledge that I built up on my own for four years, you know, mm-hmm. every day. I streamed, I used to stream every day. I used to be that kind of person who streamed eight hours every day. Like it was insane. I didn't have any breaks. Um, so, so I was like, I, I can do coaching. Sure. It's going to cost you. <laughs> I can also, I, I love helping my friends, you know, like, like in Desi's case, like if Desi was like, hey Viking, what do you think about? And then she needed help with something like adjusting or like some settings or like I would totally be up for helping that. That's different. We have a friendship. When people are reaching out to me just because they know I stream, 
and wants to get tips and tricks and coaching for free mm-hmm. that's different then you're gonna have to pay me <laughs> Uh, but I like I like helping friends and like you know pr- people that I I feel like helping basically. Mm-hmm. And there's like so many different unhealthy things like you were saying if you didn't get a break like mm-hmm. breaks oh my goodness the anxiety and stuff that I have seen even before I started streaming with streamers yeah. and breaks it was like if I take a break everything is broken everything is gone and not healthy at all you get vacations and breaks in your regular nine-to-five jobs that is the same that you need for streaming because it is a job you do so much even if you don't get paid even if you don't hit that threshold if you're streaming sitting here for five six however many hours it's not easy It's not easy, but the sad part about streaming, um, unfortunately, is that if you, and and this is, like, not me, because I've been here, been there, done that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, every summer, I visit my family for three weeks, uh, usually, like, I didn't go last year, but I usually go visit my, my family for three weeks in northern Norway, taking three weeks, almost a month, off of the stream, and I hate to say it, but it is incredibly damaging. Um mm-hmm. If you if you have some momentum that is, uh, so if I was to take a week off right now, now that I've been doing so well, that would probably, you know, jam some some sticks in my wheels basically. Um, which is the sad part, which is a, a horrible, horrible and sad part about live streaming and having this as like a, a side income or a hobby or. Something you take a bit more seriously than just something you do in your spare time. Because I'm at the point where I take my stream almost as seriously as a job. Um, and that is so crushing. <laughs> like, knowing that. That if I am so burnt out that I physically cannot just bring myself to stream. Knowing that I take a week off. Most of the people uh, are not going to come back. Like, for, like it's going to damage the stream. Mm-hmm. It it fucks me up it fucks me up and it it, 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 i wish it wasn't like that and i i am very good at taking breaks and knowing my limits as i have been uh, i took a break like in february because i was so busy with work like there was so much going on like with my new job and everything so i did take a week off and it was fine but i also know that if i took a week off now probably wouldn't be the smartest you know it's right so like streaming also like is extra stressful because of the whole the number game um and and also like you know now that i stream mornings i know that i can climb to 60 viewers on my own without big raids um and then during evenings i can't so the whole number games of twitch is probably what messes with my brain the most and right. sometimes, like sometimes, actually, I think, um, contributes to making me more ill, <laughs> mentally ill. Oh, which is, most definitely. You know, horrible. And then people are like, "Well, then why do you do it? Why do you put yourself through this um, stress of of numbers and and uh." you know, all of these, you know, personal relationships that you have with people that are your viewers and your community. And it's just so much 
but then there's a whole other side to it that are that is so rewarding and during the pandemic if i wasn't streaming the whole pandemic like last year would have been a whole different story it would have been awful i would have hated yeah. it i would have probably struggled a lot but i was i was busy you know i was basically i didn't have a job but i did have a job because i had streaming so streaming kept me sane um and made made everything better so yeah it has good sides and it has really dark sides and numbers is definitely something that is a really big unhealthy thing in not even just streaming but you know youtube and stuff like that like in general content creation and numbers it's so damaging (laughs) because it also like can also corrupt people that too yeah extremely like will change people Mm -hmm. because if you don't have you know enough viewers or you know you're not getting this x and many amount of likes on your post and, and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's like it's so wild we're only here for so much time you know yeah uh, that is even just without it prematurely ending you know and people are not these numbers and you know they are giving their time they're giving up time of their lives to watch you to look at your posts to follow to you know all of these things and i feel like so many people forget this like people especially people with millions they just see numbers they don't see the people behind those numbers and and that is what I said yesterday when this incident happened with the whole um this person who felt entitled to more stuff, I guess, for being subscribed in my channel, which I already explained that you do get stuff for being subscribed to my channel, you know, as you do in most channels, you it's the emotes and the Discord role and no ads and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um but I also I was also like I told them like an insecurity of mine is that I don't treat my community good enough. You know, I treat my community well, but I never know if it's good enough. Uh, if it's, if it's, if I'm thankful enough, you know, um, doing enough for them and stuff like that. And then I also tried saying how I desperately try not to just view the stream as numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, people who follow, I try to just not think of them as another number. Um, and once you start going up into the thousands of followers, obviously it gets a little harder mm-hmm. to uh, to do that. But I try my best to view everyone as a single individual person with their own lives and their own personality and stuff. Um, and how that's why like it makes me so sad when people decide to be kind back, basically, and contribute to the community and help me financially with a sub. And I just, I don't know, like, when it's already insecurity and people are like, you're not doing it enough, you're not uh, acknowledging us, and then I'm here trying to do my best to view everyone as a person, and it's just, that also, like, messes with me. Yeah, and, you know, I, I definitely am extremely grateful for the community that I have. We are small, but I would not replace any of these people for anything you know they are yeah they 
are still here. I took almost a month off, you know, because everything was just stacking upon each other. And I was like, I can't bring myself to stream and to force myself to do something that I'm not mentally capable of right now. And, you know, especially when I first came back, it's getting a little bit better now, but, you know, I stuttered a lot and it was really bad repeating words and speaking is already something that is really, I'm really, really self-conscious of just because of something that happened, you know, back in high school. Was a, a young adult who was like, she sounds dumb when she talks to people. Um, and it's like, sometimes, especially with bigger communities, you, they're going so fast that yeah. sometimes you can't see all of those people. You can't, you know, read message and message and message, which is one thing I'm grateful that I have enough that we, I can have a conversation with people right. and not miss people. But, you know, every now and then I'll probably miss someone or a comment or, you know. But when you are so big, your, your chat is moving a million miles a second, you know, it is hard to see these as people and not just numbers, names on chat, you know. Especially if they're doing the same message over and over, you know, if you're spamming Mm -hmm. S or whatever. It's just like, all right, well, there's just a bunch of S, you know, and it's wild. Like, it's something that even unintentionally, as you get bigger, affects you. It does. Um, Yesterday, I, I couldn't read chats for the first part of the stream um not because it was like extremely busy but also you know i was talking with other streamers in discord mm-hmm. and then i constantly had to unmute and mute and unmute and mute because people are following and then i have to mute myself in the discord to thank for a follow and then i'm also tanking you know so i have to actually yeah. pay attention i can't just like <laughs> chuck some aoe in there and just talk to the chat you know i yeah. actually have to be present and on top of that, I was tanking Depths of Molotar. Yes. Which I've never done before in my entire life. Never finished Depths of Molotar. So I was like, oh boy. <laughs> oh, uh, the Lord have mercy on my soul. And then I tanked uh, Moongrave Fane, which oh. was a pain in the ass yes. to tank. I had no idea it was going to be that hard to tank. Um, And then you know chat was moving so quickly sometimes if, especially if there was something going on obviously everyone's reacting and there's like a lululul of like the whole yeah. stream everyone's lulling you know and then <laughs> everything just drowns out um and I, I think i only took like two times where i was like catching up the chat and then i got raided and then people are spamming like this long raid messages yeah and the whole chat and i was just like I'm being such a bad streamer today because I'm used to reading every single message and responding to every single one. And, you know, I can stop and scroll back up and catch the chat, you know, and I couldn't do that because I didn't have the time. So at the end of the stream, like when I wasn't with uh, the other streamers, I was just like, thank you so much for not holding it against me today that I can't read all of chat and like not being upset at me for not being able to 
to read all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's like there's no way. There's no way I am able to do that. Um but that then I feel like the chat kind of just becomes like this um you almost dissociate a bit. Does that make sense? Yes. Like you dissociate from the chat. You're reading it, you're responding to it, but you can't you don't you're not making that connection, you don't compute that this is a person kind of because you dissociate so strongly yeah. from everything because it's going too fast it's too much and I, i'm guessing that's what a lot of bigger streamers end up doing un- unintentionally too and you like at some point i don't think you can help it unfortunately we're only people after all i'm not a computer yeah I can't just plot it you know and, and then people are like um insisting that i call them by their real name and i'm like i have no idea what your real name is and then they're like, well, I told you. And I was like, I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm only human. So, so like, the whole... I don't know. It's like, it, I'm trying to balance it by acknowledging that they are people and not treat them as numbers. But at the same time, sometimes you kind of, like, dissociate from everything and you're just... You can't. You just straight up cannot. Um, just be like, this is a person. Because <laughs> uh, it's too much. Yeah. So to kind of bring us more uh, on the mental health itself focus, we got so Do you ever have like those periods where you have? Because I I know you you talk uh, a lot about you know you do have depression and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Do you ever have those periods where, you know, you have lower interest in activities, even streaming, um, like where, you know, you usually enjoy it, but, you know, it's just weighing on you so heavy, you just, not today, I don't feel like doing anything I usually find, but. Yeah, it's, I definitely have that. I had a period of, I, I have periods where I straight up consider quitting. Um, and you know, it's it's pretty serious when you consider quitting, when you're doing, you know, when you have a consistent viewership, you have people who show up to your chat every day, and you still consider quitting, mm-hmm. um, because you just, either because it's not going well enough, or, and you, and you like, you know, that's not me being like, it's not going well enough, I'm just going to quit, there's this whole internal fight going on because of it, and like, a snowball rolling, you know, like, yeah. you're not showing up, and then, you know, you tie that to your self-worth, and then you tie that up to everything else, and that's just a whole very complicated thing. Um, so I've had periods of time where I'm like, maybe I'll just quit. <laughs> like, I'm not motivated. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired. I don't want to play video games anymore. You're no, you know, you you're just done. You're so yeah. done. Like you don't. It doesn't bring you any joy or any pleasure. I definitely have had those. It's been a while since I had a serious one. Um. I think I've been riding the high from joining the stream team since October, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So I'm just praying that it lasts, <laughs> <laughs> because you know we've just been I've just been surfing on it pretty much. Um, and then last time in March or April, March April ish, uh, I was doing pretty shitty with viewer numbers, like not very not very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I finally was able to just be like. This is just how it is. It's always going to be like this. I know this because this was exactly what happened last year. 
Right. I already know knew this was gonna happen because this is every year during these few months. I said this last year. I said this the year before. The stream Twitch just dies. It feels like Twitch just dies. Yeah. I don't know why. It feels like all social media just kind of dies out for a period of time. What it is that does it, I have no clue. But last year, I almost quit because I had three viewers in my chat, um, yeah. which was, you know, I wasn't used to it, kind of. So, so this year, I was prepared, and I was finally able to say, like, fuck it, I'll just play whatever I want then, and I'll play Assassin's Creed, you know? Because I'm having just as many viewers playing Assassin's Creed as I have playing ESO. So then I can right. do whatever I want because it doesn't matter. Otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was so nice. It was so nice to just be able to be like, fuck it. <laughs> you know, it was really, it was freeing. And then have things work out. My my channel didn't die, you know. We, yeah. we made it back on top and we're doing fine now. Um, but it was so nice to just kind of be like whatever and then you know i didn't feel like it was going well enough so i was like okay what can i do what do i have in my power right now that i can do okay i have two two days where i can stream mornings instead of evenings i'm gonna try that that's the only thing i can do right now Mm -hmm. you know it's the whole like the the feeling of being able to just do something about it yeah you know make changes uh work, switch things up do whatever the f- you know even when i played assassin's creed Valhalla, and it, it didn't do anything miraculous for the stream uh and like i had eight viewers you know um but the feeling of like i'm just gonna do whatever i feel like that's nice that's a very nice feeling to have um just the, the i don't care <laughs> it was very freeing so when it comes to the things that you do enjoy, what are some of your favorite de-stressors? Things that when you're feeling extremely stressed, you like to do. Whether it be, you know, kicking back on a game, having a nice glass of wine. Like, what are some of your favorite things to kind of de-stress? I put my phone away. And turn the sound off and then i close twitch that is important because sometimes twitch is what makes like i definitely have the thing where i have friends if they're doing very well more more like better than me i feel self-conscious about it i'm just like oh i'm doing something very wrong you know so i close mm-hmm. twitch and i put away my phone and i put my yeehaw boots on and i log on to red dead online and i ride my horse <laughs> That's it. By the way, that's it. For all that's listening, she is very adamant of recruiting people for Red Dead Online. <laughs> it's, I don't know. And the people are like, I don't want to be a cowboy, and I'm like, listen, it's not about being a cowboy. <laughs> it's fashion and horses. It's the only thing that yeah that's that's usually what i do like i'll just go for a trail ride but i don't i can't afford a real horse and i'm gonna play star stable because the game looks like shit mostly (laughs) and like red dead has the most crisp like realistic in-game everything really like it's a really extremely well good looking game Mm -hmm. um but but yesterday i wanted yesterday i was doing bad and then someone came up and shot me in the head oh 
so I clicked the game and went to bed. Oh, oh no. I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to fight them. I'm just going to, like, they shot me in the head, and my character, you know, just ex- executed. And I was just like, all right, I have the power to just fuck off, so I'm going to do that. I clicked the game. <laughs> And that oh, is no. also self-care. That is <laughs> that is definitely self-care. <laughs> Are there any other ones other than Red Dead? Um, I don't, like, gaming is my happy place. Um, so, so playing games is definitely what kind of, like, brings me some peace. I would love to tell you that I go for a walk in nature and then I make a cake from from scratch and I help the poor and stuff like that but or like read a good book and discover something new about myself but it's mostly video games <laughs> mostly video games um I, it, it really isn't that deep for me I just need to kind of I need to just disconnect for a bit I think and be somewhere else and be someone else, I think. And that's also what, for me, when I stream, I am not, like, I don't have a streamer persona. Like, if you meet me in real life, you are getting exactly the same. I, sorry to disappoint, but <laughs> exactly Please. the same. Um, maybe even more swearing, maybe even more bluntness in real life, because in real life, I... Um, I, I'm, I, you know, less fear of being misunderstood and taken out of context on the internet. Ah, uh, yes. Um, so, you know, so it's it, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's just disconnecting in a video game and and like being some someone else like having different responsibilities in stream even though i am the same person with the same personality mm-hmm. i'm still something else someone else and something else on stream than in real life um so so streaming actually kind of helps sometimes too if i'm feeling really shitty about irl stuff mm-hmm. then i can jump on stream and it's like a bubble you know yeah and i'm just here i'm not there i'm just here only here and what happened to the horse? I think the person murdered my horse too, actually. But it'll respawn, so it's fine. <laughs> but um, I was really giving the satisfaction of of griefing me more, so I just left. <laughs> yeah, I definitely did that. For me, it's kind of uh, similar, where you know I use an avatar more so because I like uh, you know the privacy. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> More so because I like the privacy and, you know, I, because my real life is trash, <laughs> you know, it's, hey. <laughs> I, I like, while, you know, <laughs> you know, Desi is my nickname, hence why, you know, it was my name, you know, and Desi and Thea, they are both me. They are both, you know, when I am streaming, I'm not someone else. I am this giggly, very easily to cry when someone is nice to me person. Yeah. Like, that is me. You you meet me in real life, I might be a little shy at first, because I am shy, but, you know, mm-hmm. that's me. <laughs> I'm going to laugh 
a lot probably. I'm going to cry if you're too nice to me. And, you know, that's me. And it's it's weird for me because I feel like people think because I have the avatars that it's like a persona. Because there are, you know, people who use the avatars who are in character, but that's not me. I am Desi. Desi is me. I, I think people, some people put on a persona on stream to protect themselves, mm-hmm. you know, like their IRL selves, um, some uh, intentionally and some unintentionally, like some people probably don't do it on purpose, mm-hmm. where they put on the streamer persona and then kind of protect their their core, kind of like their raw self, which I think is fine. I just don't do it. Um, because I don't have the spare energy to do that. Because <laughs> I'm going to take energy to act like someone else. And if I had the energy, you know, that's not where I would spend it. Um, so, yeah. And also, like, streaming is unfortunately, or, like, fortunately, unfortunately, the most exciting thing I do. Um, I hate to disappoint once again, but I don't do anything cool off stream. <laughs> I like I have a job that is incredibly dull, um, very like office job, nine to well I only work like six six and a half hours so it's like eight thirty till three kind of thing, and I sit and work in Adobe After Effects for six hours a day. That's it, and then I don't do anything else exciting. Like I have a couple of IRL friends, and that I never see because <laughs> I'm not very good at keeping in contact with people. Um, and that's it. And then it's me, my boyfriend, and, and the cat, Diva. And that, that's that's it. Yeah, for me, it's it's pretty much the same. Like, before, when my health wasn't so atrocious, you know, I would go to concerts. And, of course, before the pandemic also, you know, I'd go to concerts. And, you know, I, because I knew my health was declining, you know, I would do things. I still have my bucket list book somewhere around here. But, yeah. you know, I haven't left my house in ages except for, like, doctor's appointments. And only recently have I gone to a restaurant. So it's like my life is pretty much boring. <laughs> like, you put my life yeah. on paper, you're just like, this is it? This, this is a trash book, you know? It's like... Yeah. It's streaming is definitely for me also probably the most exciting thing <laughs> that yeah, I do. I also feel like for me, like if I am, you know, like I post on Twitter, like oh we're doing this super cool like sponsored stream, blah blah blah, or and like charities and Bethesda stuff, uh, stream team stuff, and then people are like wow, and then off stream and like you know I'm sitting in my pajamas with no makeup in my couch and my house looks like absolute shit you know you can just see how much mess there is in here you know because that's a part that's not usually on stream that much and i'm just like i think people think that like there's so much more you know and then reality there's no there's nothing more like this is it yeah you know like the what you're currently watching on my stream like that's it <laughs> it doesn't, beyond beyond these frames there's nothing <laughs> it's like that's where the the fantasy kind of ends and um 
there's not a whole lot of exciting things going on. There's a messy house and kitty litter all over the floor and uh, too much laundry that needs to be folded. And uh, we both have regular, very normal people jobs. And like, yeah, that's that's it. That's the reality, you know. And then, you know, um, my mental health, because I don't talk... <laughs> I used to talk more, I think, about my mental health and stuff on stream, but I don't do it as much. Mm -hmm. Also because um, I just sometimes it's just I don't feel like it. I don't want to bring it into the stream sometimes. Yeah. Um, because I'm already having to deal with it in, in IRL, basically. Yeah. So, so also it's so hard when you're really, really struggling mentally. You're so depressed. Like, you're so struggling. And I would so love for the stream to kind of understand how bad it is. Yeah. But, you know, what's the point? Kind of like, I would tell them, hi, I'm not doing so well right now. And they would never be able to grasp how bad it is mm -hmm. uh, or wrap their heads around how severe it is. Um, so I usually just don't <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like spending energy on it. And so. I and I and like we were saying before, um, like when it comes to, you know, the social media form and talking about mental health, it's still you know, people are trying, you know, trying to make it more less taboo, to be mm -hmm. honest. And, you know, my community knows that I am honest to the point. Like I will say vaguely, like, hey, you know, this just happened. I'm not great. I'm affected this way, but I won't go into great detail. Like, two personal friends in the background where, you know, I know that they have my back and won't be, like, all over the place, you know, starting drama and, you know, whatever. And, yeah. you know, them I will tell these details. You, little bat, you know, know, like, you are literally, like, my real friends, only online. <laughs> like, mm. I, I I feel that, yeah, like, you know, with, with you, yeah. also with little bat, you know, you, you've seen so much stuff that I've gone to, gone through, and you know, I just, I feel comfortable because you both, um, are kind of that friend who is honest and is like, Hey, mm -hmm. we gotta, this is what's happening, but maybe let's try this or, you know, Hey, this is just kind of your head, you know, fighting you kind of thing. You know, like yeah. you two are literally like the friends I need. <laughs> yeah. So it fits. Um, because, you know, especially more recently, you know, my head is literally attacking itself because the situation yeah. that happened with someone I trusted, breaking my boundaries extremely, and you know mm -hmm. to the extent that they they did that. And yep. it's like, I am trying to not get to the point where my brain is like, you can't trust anybody like it is uh, it's it's trying hard. to fight my brain yeah. it's like half and half it's like no everyone is not like that 
and the other half is like, yes, they are. Yes, they are. They're going to hurt know, you. You know that feeling you sit when you have a Discord conversation with someone off stream, obviously, like in private, and you've been talking for hours and you just vented like so much stuff and shared so much private information and you mm-hmm. close the call and you sit with that fuck <laughs> <laughs> shit what did i say you know like who did i just share that to because you know we probably all of us have so many friends online that we t- mostly talk to and i so often have that feeling after i hang up to people on people like on discord when we're done talking and i have to go to bed i mm-hmm. just sit here and i'm just like oh shit yeah <laughs> you know because my brain is like you can't they can't be trusted because you don't know them IRL like you don't mm-hmm. how do you know you know like yeah this whole paranoia so I'm trying not to let I know that feeling not trying to let it get to me and like trying to not think that everyone's out to get me mm-hmm. um and or sabotage me and like with content creation too some people are so vile that they'll do anything to sabotage you thinking mm-hmm. that that somehow will make them more successful yep so i'm just i i feel paranoid sometimes that like i can't let too many people in that are online mm-hmm. because maybe they're trying to destroy me from within you know yeah <laughs> crazy but like it's emergency meeting it literally has happened yeah uh, and it happens to so many people who who do content creation it's unfortunate yeah, it, it's, and, you know, with me, you know, I had someone who I thought was a friend, you know, like, at the time, because I had, you know, the rose-colored glasses on, and, you know, it was in the yeah. moment, I was like, you know, this person is my friend, you know, I can tell them things, and they turned around, and, you know, it was a lot of um oh you know you're over exaggerating but this isn't really like this or you know uh it's just because of this reason you know this is why they're treating me bad and um they would break my boundaries and things like that and it's like it's hardest when it's someone you feel is extremely close to you someone that you are like yeah this is a good friend and Hmm. something that really hit me uh and even afterwards when this was supposed to be all said and done you know to Hmm. be for them to say that they are having problems because of what i did and the only right. thing I tried to do was escape this toxic situation. Is that happens so much though, where you like you're trying to protect yourself and do the right thing for you mm-hmm. by setting boundaries and letting people know like here and no further, basically like this is enough. This is as as far as it goes. Yeah. And then they somehow manage to be the victim. <laughs> when all you're doing is setting boundaries for yourself i yeah yeah and it's yeah i kind of touched on it yesterday when you know speaking with meredith about Mm -hmm. um you know this this person they love bombs me 
and you know when that didn't work they tried to contact other people to try to get information on me and then when that didn't work they tried you know to do the um uh subtweeting you know the saying really shitty things about me but you know it's me even though the name wasn't said and then when that didn't work well now they're going to threaten to file harassment on you and obviously that's not going to work because that's the opposite (laughs) of the situation which also just a heads up for anybody and everyone who's listening you cannot file a false harassment on someone because it will only smack you in the face and you will get in trouble very badly i had to look it up (laughs) so i was like can we even do this so just keep keep that in mind (laughs) i don't think anyone here would do that but just uh keep that in mind (laughs) also as someone who has been harassed by other content creators i it pisses me off when people are like they're harassing me and people yeah. are like standing up for themselves and i'm like hi person who was actually harassed i had to go to the fucking police mm-hmm. the norwegian police to make it stop yep and that it only ended after i filed a report and and uh wanted to get like a restraining order because this person lived in the same country as me and they're way small because I was scared for my life. Yeah. So when people were like, this person's harassing me and you are the one who are like... The harasser. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, that is... That's offensive, honestly. That's offensive to me because I actually went through that. I actually went through months and months and months of serious harassment, slander, uh, threats. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like graphic, violent things were said about me. Like, I was, I had to just be okay with people calling me a fucking bitch. And like, these people weren't doing the shady thing where they talk about you, but they don't tag you. Mm-hmm. No, they tagged me. Oh, they made sure that my name was everywhere so people would also go and harass me. So that pisses me off. Yeah. I. Because because when people are straight up tagging you so uh, more people can go and harass you, Mm -hmm. like, yeah. And it's it's a thing also where, oh, (laughs) the alerts in my ear. (laughs) So very professional. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, when it comes to this person, whether they know it or um, not, was very extremely manipulative. And, you know, looking back at it, it's like a lot of things were made to be my fault, even when they weren't. And it was clear as soon as they sent someone who was our mutual, when I had on multiple, multiple, multiple occasions, that I do not want anybody to pick sides no one if you want to watch both of us if you want to interact with both of us go for it like i just don't want to myself Mm -hmm. and you know it was like 
that option was not apparently on both sides. On the other side, it was, you're either with me or you're out kind of thing. Either you're with me or, or you're, you're against me. me. Yes, yes. And like even if it's not even like you're against me, like we're straight up like we're we're enemies now. It's, just it's like, war, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know because I yeah I don't I don't. Know. <laughs> so like the fact that also you would the harasser say I'm going to file harassment on you in this situation, the victim was bewildering to me and it's it's something that I feel probably happens a lot more than people are aware of I mean a lot of people now you know are coming forward with their situations with other people you know in the content creator sphere and it's like that's going to damage real people going through this like the real victims, the real people who are being harassed and just like don't know where to go. Yeah, and you know so, it's ridiculous. I had a, there's a there's another streamer who got harassed in game in ESO, and they're like a bigger streamer, so they got harassed in game in ESO, which is uh, people are like, oh, it's in-game, like, how is that harassment? But, like, following people around, when they're telling, they'd be like, please stop, and you're following them around mm-hmm. and throwing, uh, you know, the mud pies and stuff on them constantly, not leaving them alone, and then whispering them in-game, and also inviting them, inviting you, like, to group all the time, and inviting you to duel and stuff like that, like, that is harassment. Yeah. Uh, first of all um but i was in their chat um and i was i don't remember what i said but i said a bunch of stuff because i could never shut up obviously Um, (laughs) but i got feedback from the streamer in dms after that like you handled it so well viking like you you say all the right things like you are um you are kind of hitting them where it hurts without stooping to their level, without giving them any more fuel, basically. Like, you're doing exactly what... Because, obviously, I was doing this to kind of back up the streamer, show the people who are harassing him that, you know, people in chat are not agreeing with them. Mm -hmm. Um, And just kind of, like... Yeah, I don't know. It's, It's just, yeah, showing him that he wasn't alone, basically, and that... Obviously, we also see what these people were doing were wrong was wrong, um, and I was like, yeah, I do know how to react to being harassed because <laughs> I've been there, done that, uh, so I know exactly what to do when yeah. you're being harassed by someone. Um, and the fucked up thing usually is to do nothing mm-hmm. uh, because they will continue and they will pile up on evidence against themselves you know they will start they will continue and if you're doing absolutely nothing you're just minding your own business pretending like you don't exist they keep going they have nothing on you nothing at all yeah they have no fuel they have no no screenshots to share no pictures like nothing um and then if you have to react which in this case he obviously had to because 
it was happening on stream and he has like a hundred viewers mm-hmm. um to be as constructive as possible so he was basically like you know what just let them continue like continue do it like all of this i'm sending it directly to sauce when i report you guys enjoy your bands pretty much like you are breaking the rules like you're just doing this to yourself like good luck and then he went on to do other things uh so if anything it's experience yeah at the very very least it's experience you know what to do in those kind of situations i guess so to bring it back because we are just oh, all over the place thank you for the phone oh, um <laughs> so very good to meet what is something that motivates you through the tougher days those days that are so draining like what is something that keeps you going i it's fight <laughs> i'm not even kidding i wish i was i wish i said this for comedic relief no it's fight it's it's like the whole <clears throat> it's a whole like family i've been Hello. wrong Hello. So very good to meet you. Um, and like you know, people try to bully me off of the platform. Um, people never choose me first IRL. You know, in friendships. Um, you know, the system constantly works against me instead of with me. You know, with like school and work and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's spite. It's, it's like fuck you i'm doing this fuck you. I'm, it's happening uh so and so like and also like a little bit of spite towards myself because you get this you get stuck sometimes you're like everything is horrible i can't do anything like everything sucks i give up you know and then you lay down in your bed and you sleep for three days you know <laughs> and then you're like no like get your dumb ass out of bed and like do something like you, you're becoming like spiteful towards yourself because you're like, you know what? I'm gonna do it anyways. Like, I struggled, but fuck it, I'm gonna do it anyways. Like, I don't care. Um, so it's spite. <laughs> hey, you know what? At least you're honest. <laughs> yeah. I, I wish it was like I want to achieve my lifelong dream of. No, I would love to like in a couple of years be like, look at me now. Fuck y'all. That's my goal. See, for me, like, it's funny because, you know, I'm not really one who's, like, who wishes bad upon people. Like, there's already some negativity. Like, I don't, I don't need that. But, you know, sometimes it's just like, you know what? I... I'm coming back to streaming and fuck you. <laughs> or, you know, and like, like after that whole situation, I was like, you know what? You want to be such an awful human being? I'm just going to erase your presence from, like, my channel and everything. Because I don't need that. Fuck you. <laughs> um, and, and also, like, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's like, I'm a bit maybe a kind of person where people tell me like, don't do that, and I'll do it anyways. 
They're like, Viking, no. And I'm like, Viking, yes. <laughs> I will do it. I like, just because you said no, I'll do it anyways. You know, like, stuff like that. <laughs> um, so when, when they tried to bully me off of the platform, mm-hmm. I just went harder, you know. Uh, I wasn't using Twitter that much at the time. And then they were harassing me on Twitter. And I was like, I'm going to use Twitter even more now. And now I have over a thousand followers on Twitter. Like, fuck you. <laughs> you know, I was this little creator with 300, 200 followers on Twitter. And you're harassing me. And I had nothing to, like, stand up against these people with. Get hecked. I'm a, I'm a dude. Like, you know, I, I'll grow the platform. Yeah. Like, watch me. <laughs> I did. So. Look at me now. I'm getting papers. Yes. So so it's nice. Um and it's also the whole I always I, I often think that like if they were gonna try to come for me again or someone else too because <clears throat> I definitely have had an increase in people lately who are not trolls. Trolls are fine. Like trolls literally doesn't matter to me because they're just a troll. Like if they go, Haha, you're fat in my chat, I just ban them and like that's the end of it usually. Mm-hmm. But when it's the kind of people who hang out for five weeks and then suddenly do something really strange or say something incredibly rude, and then when I call them out of it, out on it, they become defensive instead of apologetic and become like an asshole. Um, and like you know, people who will write things on Twitter about me or like change their bios, like that, like crazy shit like that. Um. It just fuels me to do more and do better. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's... Because it's often easy to be like, oh, this person don't want to, like, they did this rude thing. And, like, you kind of instantly will think it has to do with, it has to do with me, you know? Yeah. Um, But no, 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 no. It has everything to do with you. Watch me grow my community even better and stronger. And you're not allowed to be in it anymore because you acted like a butt. <laughs> like, that's it. To, to touch on, like, kind of an example, uh, that's when I modded for the person I no longer associate with. You know, mm-hmm. they had someone who was in their community for years. And, yeah. you know, they wanted to start Stream Raiders. I personally, not a fan. <laughs> It's very mm-hmm. distracting, um, but, you know, that's when it was fresh, fresh off the presses, you know, mm-hmm. and they're, like, excited about it, and people in chat were excited about it, and they're like, you know what, it doesn't hurt anyone, they want to try it, cool, and the person came in, and it was just awful, and, you know, I'm like, I can't sit here and see them being so rude and awful to someone who at the time I considered a friend, you know? And I'm like, it got to the point where the last thing they said was, I hope you're getting paid really good for this. And I was like, that's it. And I timed them out. And they had a whole like freak out they were like unban them don't ban them you know go talk to them in the dm see if they're okay if they're like a friend and i'm like that's not my job 
My job is to protect your chat and you from chat. That is my job as a moderator. My job is not to go and check on every Sue, Mary, and Bob who come in and have a temper tantrum, whether they've been here for one second or a hundred years. That's not my job. If you come into chat and you're a dick to either the streamer or anybody in chat, and this goes the same active right now with my own chat, so, real bad, I know you're probably lurking around here. You have my permission. I don't care. I don't care if you're subbed. I don't care if you're not subbed. I don't care if you've been here from the beginning. I don't care if you just joined. If you are an asshole to me or anybody in my community, you are getting needed, whether it is a timeout or a ban. It depends on, you know, the thing. It is not my job. I am not your babysitter as a streamer yeah, exactly. or a mod. <laughs> I'm not your I'm babysitter. Smiling. I'm smiling because the other day in my chat, someone came in and had like Google translated something to Norwegian and posted in my chat. And Desi just instantly deleted their message. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Because this is a person, like, Desi knows who it is. Like, I do. Person that it's not a troll. So she knows that it's not a troll or something. But I thought it was funny because I was like, you're not, like, you still have to follow the rules in here. You are aware of that. Like, just because you've been here before doesn't mean that you don't have to follow the rules. And Desi was like, I'm so fucking tired of people, like, can speak English. Jesus. And I was it's... laughing. Cause it's like... How hard is it to just follow the damn rules? Uh, you're not you're not special because you've been there before. The rules are the same for you, exactly the same for you as everyone else, not just for you people. And the thing and, like, is you also have to be extra length to break them. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> and like the thing is also like for me, I don't really speak another language. Like, I kind of know bits yeah. and pieces from what I learned in school, but, like, I'm not here knowing an entire-ass other language. I can barely right. speak English. <laughs> so it's of like... All languages, not Norwegian. Yeah, so it's like, for me, I don't really have that problem too often. I'll have someone come in here, and I'm like, listen, I don't speak that, so if you don't start speaking English, you're out of here. You know, and... Mm -hmm. In, like, your case, it happens too fucking often. And I'm like, listen, so it is in the rules. To start a conversation in a chat, the rules pop up before you can even chat. In your first time speaking in a chat. It is not like you really have to go out and find that they are right there in your face. It pops up before you can even chat. And it's like, yeah. you are intentionally going out of your way to do it. And it's like, me and your other mods, you know, do not speak Norwegian. For all we know, yeah, and they could be saying something incredibly offensive. That's what I said. And, and the thing is... Uh, when I got harassed by that streamer, they are Norwegian and only stream in Norwegian and only have Norwegian viewers. Ooh. So that's how they isolated me. 
because they knew that I was speaking English in my streams and had very few Norwegian viewers. So there they went, only speaking Norwegian and when they were harassing me and therefore isolating me completely because no one else could understand what they were saying without having to translate it in, in Google Translate, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just it's just not okay because also if you... And, and, um, People, uh, you know, as Salem is saying, usually they come in and speak like, you know, there will always be that little Russian text and they will say like something nasty or always, like we all have experienced it. Mm -hmm. Not that like this Russians or some, some something, but it's usually that. But in my case, that's not it. It's Norwegians who are excited that I'm Norwegian or Swedes excited that I'm Norwegian because we understand each other. Yeah. Um, not, not usually Danes, it's usually Swedes, but you know, we all understand each other. So they'll start speaking Swedish or Norwegian. And I'll have to be like, hey, like this, my job is not to sit and translate your messages so the rest of the chat can understand what the fuck is going on. If I was speaking Norwegian, I'd probably have like, you know, people have, but people who have like two languages in their streams. Yeah. <laughs> they will have like E-N-G and then slash and then whatever other Norwegian, so in my case, it would be N-O-R. Yeah. Um, I don't... I, I'm only speaking English all the time. I All the messages are in English. So what the fuck makes you think that you can just come in and be like, Hello, so cool that you're Norsk. And then Desi will just be like, What? <laughs> and then Desi will be like, What? And all my... And Sammy, who's also not Norwegian, and Gail is not Norwegian, you know, those are my mods. They'll just be like, What? Yeah. I don't have any Norwegian moderators. Like it's it's ridiculous, honestly. I I at this point I've considered just pretending that I don't understand their message. And they'll be like, but you're Norwegian. I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't under I don't speak Norwegian. Say you're Canadian. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm, 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 I'm from New Zealand. There you go. <laughs> I just have a bunch of Norwegian flags everywhere right now, but I'm from New Zealand. That's your persona. Your persona is Norway. Mm -hmm. But, um, and another thing also is with the people who are in your stream a lot is some of them, and it's happened, and I've called it out, and I think you've also called it out, when you say, hey, don't do this thing because it's getting to be a lot and then they think haha I've been here for so long I'm gonna do it to be funny it's not funny no. it's not, not funny. funny pissing me off yeah like it's going from the ha 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 it's getting a little annoying to like actually pissing me off yeah um I yeah like hey like please don't call me trash like it's annoying when people call me trash because it's not original it's not funny like I people call me Viking, that's just how it is, and they go, ha ha ha, okay, trash, and I'm like, what do you think my reaction would be, like, and then I get annoyed, I'm like, what did I just say, and they're like, I'm just trying to be funny, and I'm like, what did you think my reaction would be, ha ha, that's so original, I never heard that one before, it's like, are you, what, I, what, I don't get it, I really don't get it, where I'm like, hey, please don't spam the rewards, like, people will be like, oh, there are rewards here because no one redeemed the hydrate. And then five people re will redeem everything else that isn't on a cooldown. Why? 
like read the room <laughs> i don't yeah care. that is exhausting to me like it drains my energy mm-hmm. and makes me annoyed and and wants me to like makes me want to end the stream because it drains my energy and makes me so tired like mentally exhausted yeah and the thing is like one i don't think when it comes to the rewards that we have um the option to at least i don't think so right now to kind of um put the cool down between any um reward so like if someone rewards hydrate then you can't do any reward yeah, until no, that cooldown like that I mean, unfortunately yeah. we, i think we need at this point just in general because unfortunately it is something that one bad apple in this case a lot of bad apples is kind of ruined yeah. for the bunch and i i wish we could group them together because like okay so all the sound alerts that i have if that was one group so if one sound alert just played, you have to wait a bit before you can play any of the other ones too. Yeah. And if a hydrate was just redeemed, then no one can redeem a posture check or a stretch or a rest your eyes because it's a lot. Like I understand like the hydrates and the posture checks are obviously because people like spending points, obviously, but also sometimes like I straight up will forget to drink water sometimes. <laughs> because I'm too into the game mm-hmm. so it's a nice reminder and like sometimes I slouch when I play games or I'm sitting weirdly like crookedly so it's nice with the reminder but we are not doing like a spa segment in the stream where we're like stretching and posture checking and hydrating and resting our eyes and you know whatever else people might have like do right. a 10 minute segment of just self care which like sure you should probably do that but spread it out you know like when it's just like redemption like after after each other it's just too much yeah it's way too much and luckily like i don't have too many that are really um too spammable i don't think um and you know i think they're pretty good with not going crazy but you know we are growing and you're getting more people who either are new to Twitch and don't really know how it works, or are my stewardess <laughs> down the aisle with the drinks. What perfect timing! <laughs> has, a, has a flight like airplane theme on her streams, and her boss ju- her boss literally just swept passengers. Your stewardess is ringing the beverage cart down the aisle. excited but but i'm telling people like if you guys are gonna spam the rewards i'm gonna have to make them expensive mm-hmm. um so now i could make the bit ones cheaper because desi is pretty much the only one who uses them <laughs> and i also didn't want to like desi to go bankrupt <laughs> so i made them cheaper but you know if people are spamming the point ones i'm gonna have to make them more expensive and they're already quite expensive but they're still being played quite often not 
so often that it's annoying but they're often enough that that I feel like it's a, it's a nice pace right now like it's mm-hmm. spread evenly out the stream uh, but if people start spamming them I'm gonna have to make them really expensive yeah uh, unfortunately it is even when not even just to you but to chat itself and to the mods it's like you're having a conversation like there was one time we were having like a really nice conversation between chat and you and it was like a you know a really in-depth one and then all of a sudden there was just like boop, 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 boop. and we're like uh okay well now you gotta do a hydrate posture check and all of that it's like okay but we were having a conversation and now yeah. it's like weird <laughs> and a lot yeah, of the it's times it's like they want acknowledgement as well yep. it's crazy um, so usually chat is very good at like getting me back on track or keeping me on the topic because I have I get easily distracted. Sometimes <laughs> I'll even just like nothing will happen. I'll just be talking and then stop talking, and I'll just like shut down for like a second. I'm like, what the fuck am I saying? Like, what, what did I? What was I talking about? And I just completely like my brain just shuts all the way down, <laughs> and then people have to like. Mikey, we were talking about this and this and that. Like, please, Mike, come on. <laughs> and I'm like, all oh, right, right. Uh, that, that was it. Um, and that's also why I don't like stream raiders. Is mm-hmm. because it's so disruptive. It just people are having really good conversations or doing something very interesting, and then up oh, stream raiders, and then they forget everything. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't care about stream raiders. <laughs> I just want to hear you, like, talk about the thing. I was very invested, you know? Yeah. Um. So I'll often leave streams when the little thing goes off. I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> That's not what I, why I'm here. Like, I don't give a fuck about these little pixelated warriors. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's such a pet peeve of mine with the stream raiders thing. And also, knowing that most of the people who are currently using stream raiders are being paid. Yeah. And that's why they're doing them. Uh, because I, you know why I know? Because I was offered a deal. <laughs> and I said no. That's how I know they're being paid. Or like they're affiliated with them. So they get a cut. Uh, of what, I don't know how transactions work in that game. But I was offered a skin. So a lot of the streamers you will watch that play stream writers, they will have their very own skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, customized. Because you're getting paid. And that's fine. Like, get your bag. Get your bag. But don't print, like, but, like, also don't act like Stream Raiders is amazing. Like, you're getting paid. Yeah. And I, I hate, I hate Stream Raiders. (laughs) So annoying. Yeah. It's, it's especially weird for, in, like, the ESO category. Because ESO, in and of itself, there's just so much that's going on especially if you're doing something like a dungeon or you're doing trials or something like that it's like it's just it's already a game that has so much going on nowadays you can't watch like a lot of streams without having stream raiders i see that counter and i turn around and i go back yeah and I know people love it. Like, I know viewers, and enjo- a lot of viewers enjoy it. Uh, I know Silver plays Stream Raiders uh, and enjoys it. And, like, he'll be on scoreboards and because I see his name plenty of streams. Um, <laughs> so I understand. Like, that's allowed. This is just a matter of opinion, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's just a personal pet peeve of mine. Um, and I talked to some other viewers about it when I got the email with the offer. And they were like, please don't. <laughs> it's so annoying. Like, I just want to watch one stream where it's not, doesn't have stream raiders. Uh, and stream raiders doesn't take long. That's not it. Like, stream raiders doesn't take long. It's the fact that you set everything on pause, on hold, because you're going to play another game. Yeah. I and I, I like feel that. like... I feel like the only way, really, to... Like, the way that I would feel less... Um, distracted with it as a viewer I think is you know with your your usual setup how you kind of have Viva and like a tiny cam on the corner kind of like that like if you have your your main thing going on and you like you play it and it's just like in the tiny corner and you're not stopping conversation you're not stopping the game that you're currently playing you know and it's running on the side I feel like that would probably be a little bit less because as a person playing it, I believe you can also see the battle, or is that just you know? I think you can see the setup. I'm trying to remember, they like, like in the very beginning, like bold of you, Viking, to talk shit about something you never tried. <laughs> I remember I, I only know. okay, only the streamer can see the battle. Then just what do you, what do you really need to see the battle for? <laughs> like it's. I don't know. Or have but just fact dedicated that streams to do that. Because they, yeah, they always have to comment on what's happening. Like, oh, look at that, look at those. And, like, there will be giant cats, and there will be a dragon, and there will be trolls. And, like, they will always have to, obviously, naturally so. Uh, it's just something that happens. But yeah, I think you have to, like, consciously not comment on it in that case. I just, I don't, I don't, yeah, it's disruptive. That's my main problem with Stream Raiders. It's disruptive. Yeah. Uh, and I also hate the sounds it makes. The ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. <laughs> here we are listening to lo-fi music and people are talking and, and, and ESO ambient fighting noises and music and whatever the frick rack, you know. And then suddenly you hear that little and then in your ears. And I'm like Yeah. No. I feel like I feel like that's kind of akin to like you're listening to a podcast and it's like you're having like right now, right? Like I'm sure there's people like working and it's just like a a podcast kind of thing. And then all of a sudden you know, it would be extremely jarring, I'm assuming, you know? What the fuck happened with the podcast? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and now a word from our sponsor. Right. <laughs> like, literally, because they are Shadow getting... Shadow Legends! <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it, it, it ruins everything. Yeah. It, like, you're li it's like listening to Spotify when you're not subscribed. Yes. That is a very, That's a very, yes, exactly. That's a Dream Raiders is like being listening to Spotify without being subscribed to Spotify. That's what Dream Raiders feel like. That's, that's, that's a quote. Literally it. That's a quote. That's literally it. That is that is the that's quote the for Stream Raiders. That's the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so much hate if I tweet that out. <laughs> 
that's your hot take <laughs> for that one with the picture with the person and then there's the lies everywhere. What's your one hot take <laughs> that makes people react like this? <laughs> that's my unpopular opinion. <laughs> that's that one. And then you put it and then people are just like, what? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, canceled. <laughs> All the ESO streamers hate me even more now. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's so distracting. Like, and the noises too. Like, I can't, I can't. I tried it too. Like back in the beginning, I was like, I give it a chance, and I was just like, I can't. And then, but also like you i thought that people generally like other streamers genuinely thought it was fun mm-hmm. it changes when you know they're being paid oh yeah <laughs> no you're doing which is good you know like get your money if if you know if it's good income i i don't that's not it like being paid and like well it's not shady that's not it mm-hmm. i just thought that people liked it yeah. So I'm not alone about hating it. The difference is that people get paid for playing. Mm-hmm. And I just am not willing to. Also, like, I don't have time to do that crap. Like, I, I really don't have time. Yeah. I, I barely have time to draw giveaway winners because people are <laughs> taking too long to give me their server and platform and their in game names when I draw the winner. Oh, boy. Like, I have shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time. Um. So, so yeah, it's just, it's a pet peeve of mine. I feel like with stream raiders, it should be its own game. Like, yes. take out the aspect that you have to wait XYZ between battles. Take it out. Just make it a game and then have its category. Say the fuck out of the other things. It's just really, like, really distracting, too. Yeah, but like my friend Sephora, she plays Dead by Daylight, and Dead by Daylight are notoriously known for having extremely long waiting queues. You know, you queue mm-hmm. forever. Sometimes 15 minutes of queue time, you know? Yeah. So what she does is that she will do, not stream raiders, she'll do like words on screen. It's called something like that. It's oh, like I guessing, think, yeah, you know? words, yes. Uh, and she participates herself. But she is literally waiting to queue. Like, she's trying to keep her chat busy and keep them from leaving. Because she's literally just sitting there waiting. Yeah. She doesn't pause Dead by Daylight mid-match and be like, One second, killer, I just have to go and get on Stream Raiders. <laughs> Could you imagine? You know? <laughs> she is trying to, she's trying to kill time, pretty much. Um, yeah. And, and, and give her viewers something to do. I think it's very fun. Because she keeps talking, and then we are guessing and writing in chat, and like her chat obviously is very busy, um, and brings people out of lurk too. Uh, super mm-hmm. smart. Um, but also she will have her camera like this, like big, like this, and then she'll mm-hmm. have the game in the corner. Like yeah, this. yeah. You know, and that's it. So the game won't be big, and she's small. Like she's just intermission kind of, but giving people something to do, and I think that's super smart. And it's not disruptive because she's not doing anything. She's waiting for Q. Um, yeah. She can't. She can't make it go any faster. So when she queues, she queues basically. <laughs> and I think also with like with words, for example, like that's something that you can stop. Like once you get Q, 
you know, like, yeah. you don't have to, like, wait for it to be finished. Like, you can just stop. Plus, I don't have to sign up. I don't have to make the account. That too. I, don't have to, I just type in chat. That's literally it. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't do anything but just type out the words that I'm guessing in her chat. That's literally all there is to it. Yeah, and I've seen, like, marbles around. That looks... That one is fun. I've I've played that as a viewer on that side. And it's really fun mm-hmm. to, you know, like watch the marbles go around and stuff and see who gets first and all of that stuff. But that's never like something that takes precedence like over another game. It's either between or it's part of like community night, you know? Yeah, or people draw giveaway winners that way. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Whoever wins like gets the prize, which I also think is super creative. Yes. Yes. Uh but Words of Stream as an actual Twitch game category for sure. Uh, yeah. But it also can be played as just this intermission thing, which I think is nice. I think Stream Raiders also has their own category, technically, I think. That's I feel easy. like I've seen it. I'm not sure. Um, actually, let me just check. No, they do. Oh. They definitely do. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But uh, we just keep getting off track. We're, we may have to make like, a streamer podcast at this point. Oh my um, god, I would love that. <laughs> um, um. So yeah. If you could turn back time to the good old days, um, and your and talk to your younger self, what would you tell her? I would have told her that it's not gonna get easier gonna be a struggle and uh it's probably not gonna be worth it honestly <laughs> because everyone keeps telling you always right like it will get better when you grow up it gets better but i've been struggling with my mental health for at least 10 years you know since i became a teenager and people will always tell you that it's that it ends it doesn't end so don't sit around waiting for it to end uh be productive and and, and proactive and do something about it rather sitting around waiting for it to pass because it won't pass you're gonna have to do something about it and i was just suffering in silence for so many years instead of asking for help and if i had started a bit earlier maybe i would have been taken seriously as a teenager but you know you're a teenager so you're like everything's fine <laughs> i don't have issues <laughs> Or you're on the complete opposite end. Everything is awful. I hate the world. I feel like there's no in between. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. So, speaking of childhood, what are some of your favorite stories? They could be either really good ones where you feel like you were in such a good mental, you know, place, or just a good, you know, story memory that you have i it's a like uh i hope you have one no i do i do i guess like i don't have like a specific story i guess but like a, a very nice time for me during my childhood years was when my sister still lived in in southern Norway because she moved to northern Norway mm-hmm. so when she still moved down here and she lived uh, at a farm with her then boyfriend, ex-boyfriend um, for years and um, 
and she had horses. So I would spend weekends and and holidays and vacations at their farm and just we would go for trail rides. She would teach me uh, show jumping. She would we would go, you know, swimming in the river with or like the yeah, like the river with the horses. Um, we would do barbecuing outside and play with the dogs and watch movies. Like that was like my my I had like my own almost like, you know, kind of like a getaway kind of you know, it's it's luxury really is what it was. She was also yeah. Or she is, but she, at the time too, she was incredibly kind to me. You know, she would buy snacks, and we would they would make good food to eat, and we would watch funny movies and stuff. So, I really appreciate that uh, that she like bothered because we there are seven years between us, so she's quite a lot older than me. Mm-hmm. So she was an actual adult. Meanwhile, I was still basically a kid. Um, so I appreciate that she she bothered like she she made the effort yeah uh, for me so that's really nice i have super like so many fond memories um and a lot of like falling off horses and the please don't tell mom kind of situations oh no Um, (laughs) where i like go flying off of the horse over an obstacle or flying off to the side getting my wind knocked out of me and bitten and kicked and stuff and basically just be like please don't tell them off <laughs> uh, so there's been lots of fun stories um so like that's that's like a time that i think back back to very very fondly so that time yeah that's sweet i love that's that the only good that's for <laughs> for both personal and stream wise what would be one of your proudest moments? What is something you are most proud of in both aspects? Obviously making it to the stream team finally, which is no surprise, which is why I'm looking so smug because everyone probably <laughs> already knew I was going to say that. But the thing is, I worked my ass off to, to make it happen. Yeah. Um, I, I, I worked for, for two years to make it happen. Meanwhile, there are so many other streamers who will make it into their stream team in six months. You know? mm-hmm. I had people who started streaming after me and had way less knowledge of the game than me and would make it into the stream team before me. Uh, so, so I'm proud. Like, I made that happen finally. Probably with a little bit of help from Bethesda Nordic. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know, but I have a feeling they might have, like, been like hey maybe it's time to like let viking on board <laughs> we need a, we need a nordic in here like we need some representation but that's okay because they wouldn't have vouched for me if i wasn't worth it basically yeah so that's okay i'm okay with that <laughs> um but also i'm very proud streaming wise is having a very good kind like core community mm-hmm. so when i say you know there will always be these kind of viewers that hang out for weeks or months and then suddenly turn out to be major douchebags and I'll have to ban them. Or or I, I correct them so harshly that they never come back. Mm-hmm. Which is okay. Um, <laughs> we don't want them back anyways. But but I feel like my core community, you know, like that the real people, mm-hmm. they are very kind, they are smart, they are welcoming and warm. Um, but they're not so warm that they will let shits 
slide, you know? Right. They will, they're protective of other people in the community and me, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so I'm proud of that. I'm happy with that. And in real life, in real life, like, other than that, I managed to get, like, you know, this, um, is a trial period, so I don't officially have the job, I guess. But still, I still went to interviews, and I still applied, and I still got that position that I currently have for a position that I'm not qualified for. Like, I, I get to do digital marketing for a pretty big company here that I don't, I'm not qualified to do so. Right. And I did that, you know, all me, all me. <laughs> I applied, I went to the interviews. Uh, I went to my first day by myself. No one's been holding my hand. I did that. Uh, so I'm very proud of that. <laughs> because if that was like three years ago, I would have pooped my pants. <laughs> so so I'm, I've, I've grown a lot. And then I'm very I'm very proud of my relationship with my boyfriend, which, sound, which sounds disgusting. Like people are like cringe. No, stop. I hate that. Stop. People are like, yeah. no. <laughs> but but like i don't know we are just like it's so stable like i i have friends who are in relationships and i know people online who are in relationships and they argue and they fight and they have conflicts and they don't agree on anything or um they and they talk shit about their significant other all the time they're like oh my significant other does this and that and like it's so annoying or i hate when they like it's just we don't do that. We just coexist in a very. I told I told him yesterday uh, that like it feels like we're nonstop in one of those fun sleepovers that you would have with your friends. You know, <laughs> we're just hanging out and having fun sleepovers, but we live together. Um, and we'll play video games together and watch movies and cook food, and uh, do separate things. You know, he will play his games and I'll play my games, and he'll mm-hmm. let me do all my silly stream things and put on crazy makeup and I'll, I'll go into his office with my crazy makeup on and i'll be like hi and he'll be like so that's what we're doing today and he just accepts it you know no questions asked and if i was like you know when i said i want to stream mornings he was like okay and then if i say i want to stream more he goes okay so i'm very i'm very proud of that relationship that we have we've been together for seven years now um I think we're doing great, like, compared to a lot of people uh, our age, at least. So I'm super proud of that. Yes, you should be. It's something that is, at least from what I've seen, is kind of rare, you know? Like, yes. that's what you were saying. Like, a lot of people that you know, it's just, like, arguing and, and things like that. It's so rare to find, like, just someone you can just chill with literally yeah and that's why i appreciate it so much too that i don't have that added extra stress yes um my my boyfriend is not a factor in my the negative parts in my life in any way i don't worry about anything when it comes to him you know um and like I, yeah no I, I don't worry about anything when it comes to him at all so it's not a factor that negatively impacts my life and i'm so grateful for that i don't go around worrying what he thinks um 
I don't go worrying about whether or not, you know, he would be an unfaithful or uh, talk shit about, like, nothing like that. Like, there are no doubts. There are no scary things at mm-hmm. all. And I'm so happy because that would fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think I don't think I'd function if I had another person who's super complicated and uh, has all these things going on and conflicts and stuff. That would just not work out. So I'm just happy that you know I have like this very safe, stable person in my life that also doesn't meddle or uh, needs to know everything or like needs to desperately needs to understand me basically because he just he's he just lets things be um and that helps my mental health a lot because i couldn't have dealt with a significant other who is like me (laughs) i'm very (laughs) happy that we're not the same that would have been too much yeah it's definitely good to have you know someone who is that stable rock especially when everything starts to attack (laughs) So, picking up more on the positives, what are some hopes and dreams that you have for the future? Could be within the next five years, it could be even further than that, it could be stream-wise, personal, both? Um, I don't have, like, a lot of goals. I have one that I'm very excited about having because I haven't had one until, like, recently. Uh, so I'm very excited about it, and that is living in a house, like have our own house. That excites me because I like interior stuff, and I would love to have like our house because now we live in like an apartment thing building. Mm-hmm. So uh, he owns this apartment, so we could redecorate and paint and go crazy, but it's really small and it's kind of like a very okay apartment that doesn't need any redecorating and stuff. I would love to have a house where we could just make it more our own so that is like a goal i have buying a house that we own uh which in norway uh luckily that is very doable so it's also like a realistic goal like it will happen at some point i just have to save yeah <laughs> and like get a job that pays okay at least um and since we're two you know it's easier to get a loan so it's it's doable uh getting like a decent house um and now we can maybe redecorate. It doesn't have to be like a new house. It can be an older house that we have to fix up a little bit. Totally doable. So that's exciting to think about. To like someday own property, like a, our own space that we can do and customize and do what we want with. And then obviously I've started finally putting it into the universe that I want to achieve Twitch Partner, which is something that I haven't done before and last year before Christmas and all the way before that I've always said that I haven't reached for partner because I haven't felt ready mm-hmm. and I also just couldn't imagine it like I couldn't imagine myself as a twitch partner it just didn't right. seem like something I realistically would be comfortable with and also like I, I couldn't see it happen um Obviously, I also didn't have the numbers for it, but, like, theoretically, hypothetically, I was to imagine being partner at the time. I just couldn't see that for me at the time, but now I can. I feel like I've grown a lot. Um, 
not not numbers wise like i've grown a lot as a person yeah uh these these past six months at least to the point where i feel like i could handle it now i'm ready and now i feel like i'm ready basically. <laughs> um and and so so i finally started kind of like putting it out there and actually saying it out loud that like okay partnership is something that i someday would want to achieve um preferably sooner rather than later uh but you know that will probably take time but it's nice so th- those are like two goals and that's enough <laughs> like that's way more than enough goals for me so speaking of house would you want your own streamer and what would that look like to you dream room mm-hmm. kind of like a a, a room dedicated strictly to like streaming you would have like all your setups and stuff in there i think i it's like i already have uh you've probably seen my setup i think i have what most streamers have kind of um so i'm not lacking anything i think whatever i'm lacking is maybe space because it's really small in here like it's a small small mm-hmm. space um but it would allow me to have a little bit more better lighting um right now my background i don't have any lights on right now for the for the floodlights but the room is so small that my overhead rgb lights the floodlights is not um lighting up my background nicely because there's not enough space right um so stuff like that just aesthetically uh but obviously i would love to have even more desk space i would love to put my monitors on monitor stands you know just aesthetically but also for function um and then if i had a bigger room i could store i you know i could buy more like wigs and maybe cosplays even because one of Mm -hmm. the reasons i'm not buying more wigs and stuff i don't have anywhere to put it like my current wig you can see it just laying there because i don't have anywhere (laughs) to put it literally don't have space um and and that's pretty much it like i like my background a lot i already have so much crap and this isn't even all the crap that i have i have more crap (laughs) that you can't see always so like there's enough crap um just need more more space to like even it out i guess (laughs) that's it there's more space. So, yes. important activities or projects. Do you have any that you're either thinking of or that are coming up that you can I don't think so. I have some charity last week of May. Um, but it's like, it's, it's only over like a few days. Um, and I try not to worry and stress too much about charity. I'm trying to think like even $10 is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to make like a huge deal out of it. Uh, simply because I also, my energy has been spent. <laughs> <laughs> I already have done so much. So my, and then I'm celebrating my birthday probably next week because my birthday is May 24th. So maybe like on Friday or Saturday or something, possibly. Um, but no, other than that, I don't have any huge projects that I'm going to set out 
to I'm I'm always playing with different ideas and things that I'd like to do. Um, I've also been wanting to do charity stuff for things that are more relevant to where I am because I keep doing mm-hmm. charity for. Um, well, I only done charity for WWF, <clears throat> and the charity we're doing now in May is for the American Hearts Association, something for kids. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it's nice to help out in America as well, but it would be nice to help out a little bit more locally. Yeah. Um, so I have considered, like, I don't know, asking maybe, like, the the National Animal... They're like the PETA of Norway, but not so extreme and not problematic. <laughs> That's a good that description. They, they do a lot of like um, protesting, uh, stuff like that. Um, or like there's two different organizations. One of them is more like PETA. And then there's one that simply just um, focuses on saving cats and dogs and bunnies and whatever, and then rehoming them. And that's literally it. Uh, so I'd love to like collect some money for them because they do a lot of good work. I just don't think, you know, obviously they're not on Tiltify or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So it'd be cool if I could make them get on Tiltify. <laughs> so I don't have to handle any of the money because I'm yeah. I don't wanna I don't wanna touch the money. I just want the money to go where it's supposed to and I just say thank you and like good job. <laughs> uh, I don't wanna I don't wanna handle the money. Yeah. So. We'll see. That would be cool. I thought about that a lot. You better watch out. I gotta maybe also research like how easy it is to get on Tiltify, I guess. Mm-hmm. Have you like have you ever considered any kind of project aside from streaming? You know, like there's the podcast that we like joked about earlier. <laughs> Um, you know, there's different kind of things even within streaming. Yeah, something I've been playing with recently is making fashion content. That sounds wrong. For games. <laughs> yes. I'm not, not, not going to put on a fashion show here and post it online. That's not <laughs> No, like make videos of in-game fashion. Um, so like Red Dead, because Red Dead does have a lot of fashion, um, and ESO, obviously. And maybe like even GTA, like I own it. I could totally do that and make, just, just to make videos. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Stuff like that. That's it. <laughs> well, I don't have any more written questions. <laughs> that's so, okay, we're probably also like way on overtime. Yeah, but that's fun. <laughs> I have nowhere to go. Um, you do. So I will release you off into the, the wilds of Norway. Thank you. To live your life with the tacos that I still very much envy. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm good. Um, I'll be lurking while you play Skyrim. For sure. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> awesome. But Thank you so, so much for joining today. It was an absolute pleasure to get to deep dive into the brain of the almighty Viking Church. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It was fun. I enjoyed this. Of course. I, like, Thank you so much. With these now, I'm like, 
do I want to do kind of like a little podcast thing? And now I'm like, Ooh. but yeah, anywho. <laughs> Um, thank you so much i appreciate it thank you to everyone who watched like yeah who stopped by and stuff that was cool yes there were actually people in chat and stuff absolutely really nice i will all right release a few thank you for joining Bye -bye. Bye bye